You're listening to the PBE Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the feed on Spotify, Pocket Casts, Anchor, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. You don't want to miss any great audio content from the pro baseball experience. Now let's get on with today's show. What is up, guys? Welcome to PBE Family Therapy. My name is Dr. K. And I am Blow Pop, and we are here during a double media special. So we're going to entertain you folk, pump out that glorious content that you all love so near and dear, and also rake in fat stacks of cash. Yes, mainly the second one, but I'm just thankful that people listen and enjoy it. So we appreciate each and every one of you. Yeah, the entertainment is really just a byproduct of this. Point. Yes, exactly. It's it's all about making the money. You know, there's a reason that we're in the PB Rich server, and it's because of this podcast solely. I don't think most people know about that server. <laughs> well, there's may or may not be a server where us a, us rich folk, you know, brag about our Lamborghinis and uh, other other rich people things. I don't I don't really know what. Man, are we going to have to edit out something 45 seconds into an episode? <laughs> we should message Leatherneck Mike and see if it's... Uh, oh, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this a secret or can we talk about it? Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> I feel it's like, not like it's, it's, it's not official. It's not right. like it's something that we can get punished for. It's just right. like, I think it'll be annoying. fine. I think a good number of the people who listen to this podcast are a member of that server. Yeah, probably. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. So we're probably fine, but I literally was thinking about recording today and like in my head, I like said, what if today's the day that I accidentally say your first name? <laughs> right. Yeah. 20, 28 episodes in 27 episodes in and hasn't happened yet. I know. And I, I think I've made this point before, but like, obviously you and I are cousins. We've known each other for almost three decades now. Mm-hmm. Love each other to be, pieces mm-hmm. but i also am really good friends with shady shoelace That's from right. college <laughs> so i've gone 11 months with two names that i've kept tucked away in my back pocket without letting out it's pretty good i'm, I'm very pleased with myself yeah. <laughs> man i will tell you what this two week off season feels really uh odd just in general although i will say everyone take your right hand put it over your left shoulder Everyone pat yourself on the back because we have not had any drama explode yet. I know. Yeah, it's been fairly, fairly low key. Like yeah. there's been a little bit of some ruffled feathers, but nothing, yeah. nothing huge. Right. Uh, nothing, nothing compared to a lot of off scenes past. Anyways, right. I also know that this is at least the second time that you and I have seen a double off season week. I want to mm-hmm. say it might have been like the first off season that we had was double mm-hmm. for some reason. I don't remember why. Yeah, sure. I, I think that's correct. That or they had just had a double off season, a double week off season for Christmas or something because we joined right in the new year. Very early January. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty fun. We're coming up on a year being in the league, which is really awesome. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my inauguration date is January 6th because it's technically mm-hmm. it's, it's at like two in the morning or something sure. because I have el garbo sleep schedule um <laughs> your inauguration day is january 4th so mm-hmm. you and i should be back to back but we're not and instead sandwiched between us on the fifth 
mm-hmm. is one of my teammates, Barry B. Benson. So oh, nice. He he completes the little bump 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 trifecta that we have. It's always fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun to think about because I remember joining and then asking you to join, and it was just like a. I mean, this could be fun for us to have some, you know, an excuse to talk to each other every day, and like, I don't know, it'll be a good time. Yeah. And here we are a year later, <laughs> very and invested. It took- and it took no persuasion from you either. It was like, hey, do you want to join this fake fictional baseball league? And I was just like, okay. And that's it. <laughs> no thought process at all went into joining. That's right. I just oh, I love it. hopped in and both of us uh, took the bait pretty hard. Yeah, we just jumped in with both feet and just made it happen, which is great. And here we are a year later having tons of fun recording podcasts. All good things. All good things. You know who... Did not have fun, though. Uh, All of the favorites in the playoffs. I know. That was (laughs) just to reiterate. I'm sure everybody listening already knows this. Mm -hmm. A little late on it, but yeah. A little late, but eh, whatever. This is when the double media window is, so deal with it. Yep. All six, if you include minors and majors, all six of the first round playoffs resulted in upsets. Right. Which, (sighs) A really fun oh yeah love it b i got one tpe for playoff predictions i did get two so i was very happy about the two uh Uh, let me guess you got the you got rugurus yep oh okay yep you got it yeah everything else incorrect obviously but Oh my word! It was. I wonder if there's a reason hilarious. that you would have picked Rugers to win. We'll hold that in the bank for that later. Would be foreshadowing is what we call that little device. Plot development. <laughs> uh, is there a place on the index to pull up the tree, the playoff tree? I don't think so. I've tried oh, looking so for it all the time. Um, mm. I mean, I have the game open. I'm sure there's a bracket you can look at there. Otherwise, you I, can just go look at individual team schedules. I guess. Here. I'll just open up OTP. It won't take that long, but. Yeah, you're a little, little more well-versed with the program than I am. Yeah, I I will say I love the index, especially compared to, like, no offense to the SCFSL, but it's kind of hard to find, you know, games or what happened, you know, all those things. Um, I'll disagree. I do mean offense to the SCFSL. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like perusing in that league. <laughs> perusing sucks ass in that league. <laughs> Oh, it is it is difficult, but um, a lot of overlap with the same people, though, so it's fine. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, league history, playoff history. There we go. Found it. Uh, those are the minors. Let's jump over to the majors. All right. Yeah. So, uh, just as a refresher, Boise beat mm-hmm. Sloths, which is awesome. No, you're looking at your oh. test file with drastically different outcomes <laughs> that is very this funny. test that... file that you had had the crabs winning <laughs> yeah which is sweeping fun. the demons too which is hilarious uh oh i think okay. you just got a i've got a bad file i think i i have a i have the right file just tell me where to find that thingy oh okay so you click pbe uh-huh and then you go down uh to league reports and history i think is what it's called no okay, league, playoff league, history. league history playoff history <laughs> I got it. This is one that I downloaded like the beginning of the year and then finished the year and then yeah, ignore. Well, now they're giving me what? This kind of harkens back to when we didn't understand what a spring training roster lineup was, and then we slammed HO, and then Poe <laughs> got mad at us, and then you know the end. <laughs> yeah. For what it's worth, this this file has not updated the actual bracket either. This file sure. is still showing 
2044's bracket instead of 2045's. So I think all of this is correct except for the middle and this. So the Raptors did beat the Sloths, the Crabs beat the Voyagers, Demons beat the Apex, Rugurus beat the uh, Scorpions. Mm-hmm. But then in the next round, the Raptors won over the Crabs. Yeah, so it was the Raptors, Demons, Demons the in the World Series. And I right. think it was a five-game World Series or something. so, somewhere around there. Either way, so Demons ended up winning out, which is which is awesome. But it was kind of fun to see a first World Series uh, to that franchise. And even if it would have gone the other way, it would have been a first World Series, which is really fun. Yeah, it was also kind of annoying because uh, last year, I think, mm-hmm. Demons, or maybe, no, it was two years ago. Demons were my, like, from the start of the season prediction to win the whole thing. Sure. <laughs> so it's just so wrong close. by a little bit. So close. But, I mean, like, it, it makes sense. There's a competitive window every team is in. Just because it doesn't pan out one year doesn't mean right. whatever. No. Yeah, okay, so, like, this is weird. I have mm-hmm. the Demons here. Yep. The playoff bracket in the game file has not updated. I'm sure it would if we advanced forward another day. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to do that. Whatever. Sorry. Finish today. Hooray. And now if I do league history, playoff mm-hmm. history. Mm-hmm. New. No. Do it's I have to radio. finish the year? No, you shouldn't have to. I don't know. Yeah, but it's weird because in the actual Demons tab, if I mm-hmm. go to their home screen and look at their schedule, mm-hmm. I see game one win against Boise, game two loss against Boise, game three, four, and five wins against Boise. Mm-hmm. So, like, they did it. It's in the file. It just right. doesn't show up in the bracket system for some reason. That's really weird. I'm sure maybe I would have to, like, completely advance to spring training. So I'm going to do that and just see what happens. Sure. While you do that, we can jump over to talking about the Miners. Congratulations to the Flamingos for winning again in dramatic and really kind of lame fashion, unfortunately. Right. So I'm obviously going to be a little bit biased here being one of the uh, GMs of the team that lost in the World Series. But uh, we were down three games to two. So it was a good series, even Mm -hmm. if it ends 4-2. Like, we still took two. Um, It ended up being, I think, the entire time until the last game mm-hmm. it was like the home team wins yeah or something like that um also cutting back to the last topic yes mm-hmm. if you click advance to off season hmm. then the bracket does update i don't know why it takes that but yep. it does update Whatever. anyways um so we were down three games to two and we were down one run in the bottom of the ninth with i think either one or zero outs and we had Eldorian's player Park Factors on third base. Park mm-hmm. Factors is a very speedy fellow. He has uh, plus fives for all of his speed and base running stuff. We basically send him whenever we can. Mm-hmm. And there was a fly ball that went to the warning track. And the third base coach in our game did not send Park Factors mm-hmm. to be the tying run. Right. And then the next batter resulted in an out to end the series. And end of the season yep obviously there could be a little bit of what does ootp pull out of the bucket because just because we saw it go warning track doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that Mm -hmm. it did right that could just be a faulty animation they displayed maybe it was like a shallow center pop or something like that Mm -hmm. but from what we saw which is close to all you can get i suppose well you know let me see if we go to the hepcats and go to the schedule oh sure Look at the game log or something. Yeah, if I look at the game 
log for the fly out, uh, it was F8. Oh, crap, didn't we look these up on one of our previous podcasts? We did. I'm pretty sure F8 is just like center field. Right. So another, it, another wonderful segment in PB Family Therapy. Dr. K looks up things on Wikipedia. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so it says fly out F8. So it's just like fly out to center field because yeah. eight center field. Uh, and then it else. says fly ball 8RD. Mm, let me look that up. That's what we need. Which I think means eight right side deep. I think so too. And if that's the case, then it doesn't sound very different. Right. from warning track power like it might not have been quite warning track but it sounds like the center fielder would have had to back up so if that's what happened then we didn't go to at least extras maybe a game seven but at least extras mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because of an arbitrary decision made by the digital third base coach that goes against the setting preferences that we had made Right, because he was set at like plus five base running. Was, right? Yeah, he was he was plus fives for anything that had to do with him being fast, right. basically. Which, for those who don't know, is just the player specific strategies that get punched into the game. Right. So it should. Yes, yeah, so like we had him. we had like a we had like a team strategy that wasn't nearly as aggressive, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. Park was given override right authority and was just like yeah to really give him a slap on the ass and let him go. Yeah. So that's always a huge bummer. It's like not, not taking anything away from the Flamingos, of course. Fantastic team. It was a great series. No. It just sucks yeah. to see it end like that. And the Flamingos, like they won last year and this year. So like it wasn't like it was a fluke season or anything like that. Right. They right. had a good team put together another good run. Yep. It's just like really annoying that if we had lost in seven, mm -hmm. that would have been a much more satisfying way to go out instead of whatever happened there within you know yeah a digital decision that was made like if that mm -hmm. happened in real life that third base coach would be fired before he got back to the duck <laughs> yeah it would be like why don't you just go straight to the parking lot drive to the airport yeah. fly some i don't even care where you go you don't need to go home but he wouldn't they wouldn't have him go to the bench they'd have him go immediately to the showers yeah yep i would agree and it it kind of kind of plays into this idea that I think about a lot in sports where you want to see somebody win. You don't want to see someone lose. Like yeah. I, can I can think of like some disc golf tournaments that I've watched and somebody has a big lead and the guy in second's doing well, but not great. And the first guy just implodes, throws it in the water a bunch and ends up losing. It's like, it's not as satisfying as seeing somebody do really, really well to, right. You know, snag that win. It's kind of that yeah, same like feeling however many years ago it was when the Warriors and the Rockets played each other in the NBA playoffs and the Rockets had like 32 missed three pointers in a row. Right. That's not right. fun. No, nobody wants to see that. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm Makes fascinated that it happened and I'm glad that it happened, but it wasn't fun. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, so it's just a bummer all around. I mean, not, uh, obviously doesn't take anything away from your guys's fantastic season and it's just a bummer to end it that way. Yeah, I mean, I said I wasn't upset that we lost. I was upset how. Right. Yeah. So I enough. also did some math, and we ended up having like an atrocious batting average when there were runners in scoring position. It was like two twelve or something. Yikes! And it was, I think, it was 
five for 34 when there was a runner on second, but not a runner on third or something like it's just like we we couldn't swing together anything, which is right. part of why baseball's cool. Right. It's also right. part of why baseball sucks. It's also the worst. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. But all things said and done, we had a good team, we had a good season, and we lost mm-hmm. to a good team that had a good season. So yep. I'm confident and Musha. Good on you. And yep. speaking of Musha. Yeah. So huge congratulations both of them for a uh, another World Series. It is not easy to go back to back, especially in the minors um, with people getting called up. But uh, a huge congratulations to Musha for being hired as the next co-GM for the Vancouver Vandals, which has been been announced for a little while, but we're still going to talk about it. Um, and part of that uh, decision was they needed to get Musha from the Rougarous to the Vandals. And so a trade was uh, put together, trading me to the Vandals and trading Musha. Nope. Sorry, me to the Rougarous and trading yes. Musha to the Vandals. Thank you. Um, so it Hey, remember when I said that you picked the Rougarous to win in the playoffs for some <laughs> unknown reason? Look at that. It all connects together. What is that on the wow. floor? Do you have the script? It's not the script. That's got to be an obscure reference that nobody understands whatsoever. I got it. I got it. That's, that's all that matters. Anyways, so I am now a Ruguru and um, Musha is taking over for the Vandals, uh, uh, taking over the co-GM job for the Vandals. And it was a kind of crazy, uh, crazy kind of experience because both Musha and I knew about the hire like almost a full two weeks before it was announced. Um, so one of the best parts of it, and Moosh and I both said this kind of in some of our articles that we wrote about it, um, the best part about it was he and I were kind of in this limbo together where we were like, (laughs) we know we're changing teams, but we can't really tell anybody about it. Anyway, so we became good friends, which was really nice to just chit chat. And, uh, it was was just great to get to know him through just a really obscure situation. (laughs) Right. Definitely not a situation that the majority of people encounter like at all right. exactly so it became a pretty funny like hey did you get perms yet in your locker room nope cool me neither like <laughs> have you gotten out of locker here? room nope, not yet yeah <laughs> so it was it was kind of very funny but uh i i could not be more excited for the vandals with musha um just talking with him about gming and um all that stuff. It's like, he's the real deal. He knows what he's doing. There's a reason that the the flamingos won two world series in a row. He is a sim wizard um uh, along with a bunch of other great traits so i think he's gonna do a great job um helping uh, aj turn vancouver around you know i think with their young core and um hopefully both of them making great decisions moving forward i, I would not be surprised to see that team become a dominant team once again down the road right and you moving over to the rugurus is going to do a couple of things mm-hmm. one uh one thing you and i mentioned before that's going to be really fun mm-hmm is now that we are division rivals we're going to go head to head a lot more yeah i don't know i don't know exactly the intensity of you know like how often you face your own division rivals Mm -hmm. but we'll probably get you on the bump at least Mm -hmm. two maybe three times a year against the toros maybe more i'm not exactly sure the frequency but that'll definitely happen and that'll Mm -hmm. be fun to update the spreadsheet that i have going uh much more often oh yeah and an- another interesting side effect is 
now Eldorian is going to be the one who hates the fact that I will be blatantly tampering you <laughs> on all of these podcast episodes because it's it is still in the printed contract. in the contract, baby. <laughs> so, AJ, I put you through stitches, whether in pain or in chuckles, <laughs> one way or the other. And now, Eldo, it is your turn. Also, Phillies fan. Yep. But I've seen I've seen Eldorian. Uh, at the very least, I talk with him more because he's in the KC for. Oh, that's so. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, we will continue the bit for sure. But it was it, uh-huh. it has been a fun ride uh, poking fun at you, AJ. So thank you, AJ, for being just such a good sport about it and just enjoying the meme along with the rest of us. Yeah, I'm ultimately sad you did not go to his house and personally <laughs> demand a trade. Like we talked about like three episodes ago yeah, or whatever that jo- was. As a joke for the record, but yes. <laughs> hey, nice to meet you. Listen. Listen. Hey. I got to get out of here, man. I just need to be gone. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to share a couple of thoughts with the trade. Like I said, already huge congratulations to Musha. He's going to be fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. Fantastic there. Super interesting that the trade involved a one-for-one with two starting pitchers relatively high tpe pretty high in their class and also minor league gms like i don't know if that specifically has happened before Um, right it was very much a mirror deal and Mm -hmm. obviously that's not quite the case anymore because musha clearly can't be minors and majors gm at the same time so he stepped down from florida and now uh otter Otter. yep Otter otter took over i believe um but also i think i heard that musha Maddie DeFerrari, I thought he was like mm-hmm. supposed to be a reliever. He started as a reliever and then he switched. Is he going to switch? Okay. Yeah. So I think he has been a starter for, I think, multiple years. You can correct me in our Discord, Musha, but I've, I'm pretty sure he has been for a couple years. Okay. But- yeah, I thought there was like, I thought there was like just barely a discrepancy there having to do mm-hmm. with coming out of the pen or the dugout, but I didn't sure. remember. Yeah. So huge congrats to Musha. Um, I had really mixed feelings about it, and I wrote about this in an article. Um, on one hand, I'm excited to be on a contending team uh, during Tosin's um, peak. You know, I'm really finally coming into my own, so it'll be fun to be on a competing team. Uh, it'll be fun to be in the same division as you, Blow Pop. All this stuff mm-hmm. is going to be really great. So on one hand, I felt great about it. On the other hand, AJ has become one of my best friends in this league. Um, and it just really sucks that it just didn't work out and not just me getting traded, but you know, he had a great plan in place for a rebuild and just a number of things just happened where it just didn't work out, you know, whether it be Jackie Daytona leaving, uh, other situations, you know, his uh, bad luck with not finding, you know, the perfect co-GM, which I think he has found one now. I just, it's just been a bunch of things that just haven't really worked out and it just kind of sucks. So, right. Um, so I'm, I'm a little yeah. confused. Is mm-hmm. he still going to main GM? I thought he was, he is. Yeah. Oh, so okay. cool. Th- I hope AJ doesn't mind me saying this. I think he has planned on stepping down for a while. Yeah. He wrote a, he wrote a media piece about stepping down, didn't he? Right. Which is why I for thought sure. that he was like out the door. Right. So I believe the plan has been to step down for a while. Um, but his co-GMs keep quitting, basically, and he doesn't want to just leave the team alone. So 
huge props to him just as a person that really i think shows his character that he's not just going to step down he wants to get somebody in as a co-gm right train yeah, them up you, and then leave you don't want to put that much time and effort into a team and then just yeah. punt it yep so that makes sense and also like so you said that in your experience or interactions with him or whatever mm-hmm. that musha is really good at sim testing and whatnot mm-hmm. that's a lot of time yeah so if that chunk of the workload can be shifted onto the co-gm mm-hmm. and maybe aj doesn't get his burned out or something yeah who knows so who knows yeah. how it'll work out but um yeah so i'm just bummed it didn't work out i definitely had plans of being a vandal i would have loved to have you know gotten in the vandals hall of fame someday to you know just really help the vandals get into the playoffs and win the championship all that stuff but uh it just didn't work out and uh i very much respect aj for pulling the trigger on what will be a really good move for the team even though we had to move me off of the team which is a bummer so uh, right and it won't be a good move for the team for a while because it's right. basically carbon neutral like nothing right. really happened in the trade right but securing yourself not the player but the mm-hmm. person musha around the team yep that will hopefully stabilize and lead to good things right yeah and i think it will so huge thank you to aj for drafting me way back when and just being just an all-around awesome guy still hope we can get together next time i'm visiting my in-laws and grab a drink somewhere um yeah. and not demand a trade because i won't be <laughs> won't be on your team to demand a trade you can demand a trade you just have no leverage <laughs> I demand that you talk to the Rugurus about trading me. <laughs> I want to come home, Dad. That's right. Anyways. <laughs> so, all that to say, Tosin is now a Ruguru, which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. So, and um, that was one of mm-hmm. two big pretty trades. big trades. Before we move on to it, let me just quick give a shout out to Philly's fan and Eldorian for bringing me in. Really appreciate it. They added me to the war room right away, and it's, it's just mm-hmm. been really awesome to, to jump in. So, appreciate you guys. Yeah, but they're... Yes. they're they're good people. They are good people. Very good people. All right. So other big trade, which is pretty bonkers, was a draft day trade that Blow Pop did not spoil. I no didn't leaks. fuck it up, guys. <laughs> I didn't lose three million dollars this year. Let's go. <laughs> Hell yes. Oh man. Well, since you didn't spoil it, would you like to now take the time to spoil it? <laughs> to talk about it? Sure. Um, so I will start by saying the Cancun Toros have a very fleshed out rotation. Mm-hmm. It's not bulked up yet. We're still, you know, like a lot of teams, we're climbing in TPE, mm-hmm. but we have basically top to bottom of the order. We have an active, good, or phenomenal earner in mm-hmm. every single spot, one through nine. Yep. So that has not been our weak point in terms of future expectations Mm -hmm. we just got to build up tpe and blah 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 whatever but we've had a couple of duds when it comes to selecting pitchers we've had Mm -hmm. a couple of people who haven't panned out and we've had Mm -hmm. a couple who are just like head scratchers like yeah lgm for instance lgm yeah who he's he's in his first year at college so it's Mm -hmm. excusable yeah 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 it just wasn't expected you know with how much right time that he had spent in the community no one was expecting him to just completely bomb out and go ia right so pitching has not been a strong suit of ours but at the same time it's not like a weak suit we right. still have moosey who's leo robert mm-hmm. uh barry b benson 
uh, Michael Lum, 30. Mm -hmm. He just had a tremendous year uh, for a long time. He was in like top five of war and he was sitting at about a thousand or 1050 TPE or something like that. Nice. So maybe his build was just clicking. Maybe it was just sim luck. Maybe it's hypothetically a fat stack of magician shortstop defense behind him <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. doesn't hurt all I'm saying, uh, but he had a, a phenomenal year. And we also last year, it was the first year that we had uh, Tesla, Molly Mitchell. That's on right. The team. Yep. That being said, you can always use more. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have someone like right in the bulk of our core because Moosey's mm -hmm. a phenomenal earner, yep. but he's also two years older ish than the clump. Sure. That's coming up with all of our bats, basically. Yep. He's S22. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the first big draft for the Toros was season 24 mm -hmm. obviously our draft yep um i last i checked we still had like three of the top 10 in the class or something like that mm -hmm. um but anyways every team always needs pitching but the pitching need for cancun is a little bit exaggerated sure pivoting off of cancun as a subject the maui makos have also been fairly unfortunate with a lot of their developments a couple of yeah. people who disappear go ia mm -hmm. some draft picks that don't work out but they have had one rock solid earner on their mm -hmm. roster yep but it was time to move off yep. so maui and cancun made a draft day trade where cancun had the eighth overall pick mm -hmm. and we traded it to maui along with a future first mm -hmm. and with a really good but really young user on our roster that we had just gotten a couple drafts ago named papa freddy uh whose player name is c freddy or no he's username c freddy yep. and player is papa freddy yep. um so basically since papa freddy was cancun's first round draft one year prior or two years mm -hmm. prior or something like that yep. basically cancun paid kind of three first round picks right to Maui in order to get Michael Knight Rider, mm -hmm. who we all know and love, is LPG. Right. Quite a price to pay. Yep. But there are two things having to do with that. One, mm -hmm. as good of a user and pleasant as the interactions I've had with Papa Freddy, C. Freddy were, mm -hmm. he doesn't fit in our competitive window. Right. So even though he is a good user and will be mm -hmm. a good player he yep. doesn't help because he's just too young right whereas if you pivot him over to something like maui now with a bunch of extra draft picks as well yep he might be the tip of a spear for their next rebuild yep we'll have to see what diesel and sparky do with it but mm -hmm. he's been a top i think eight or something mm -hmm. i don't actually know or i think he's been a really good earner though yeah i've heard um, the same thing i don't know any of the specific numbers necessarily but I've heard that he is a is a pretty huge earner. He's S29. Uh, 11, 12, something like that. Yep. So he's towards the top of his class. He's mm -hmm. only about 20 away from the leader, which is, I mean, you can chalk that up to just like prediction fluctuations or something like that. Who knows? Sure. Uh, but anyways, great earner. And then they also have this year's first from Cancun and mm -hmm. 
next year's or two years from now's i don't remember sure first from cancun so maui's gonna have a bunch of early draft picks mm-hmm. as well as one draft pick that has already worked out right right in order to build up with and now cancun has added a 1400 tpe pitcher who mm-hmm. is still climbing right so i think this is in my opinion mm-hmm. one of the most cut and dry win-win mm-hmm. trades because Cancun wasn't going to do anything with those draft picks. Right. Because they would have either been trade fodder for later, mm-hmm. or they would have been too low of TPE to help out while still existing long enough to be salary cap hits. Right. Yep. So there is just, they were too young to fit in the window. Yep. So might as well pivot off of them now, which mm-hmm. does good for us because then. Like I said, not a salary cap hit, but it's also good for right. them because now they're going to get to actually go play on a team. Right. And as Maui starts this rebuild, there's going to be a bunch of people who get playing time immediately, and it'll be right. fun. Right. Yep. I totally agree. So obviously, blockbuster trade, I, I would mm-hmm. argue one of the biggest trades we've seen in our time in the PBE, having that massive of a user get moved um, and on a, on a draft day trade, too, is pretty pretty wild. It was also, yeah, it was kind of funny because we were basically just like, we were stressing out for the full like 24 hours or whatever it was of negotiation, right. which first off, it was a long negotiation <laughs> for a PPE trade. Long time. <laughs> it was very stressful, very tenuous. Yes. But then after it was all said and done, Steel was just like, we got LBG, let's go. <laughs> now we just have to wait for like a week and a half until he can get added <laughs> to the war room or whatever it was. It was just like, <laughs> Really there. <laughs> it was a lot of weird waiting this off season. Yeah. So we were also in a limbo. It was just a much clearer, shorter limbo than right. you and Lucia had to sit through. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. I'm 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 happy for LBG. Um, yeah. You know, to go to an awesome team. I I have just heard how awesome it is from you and and other people who are there. But uh, ability to jump in, get into a team that's that's competing is going to be great. Um, I think both Tosin and Knight Rider dealt with uh, not great defenses behind us. So it'll be nice for him to have you behind him and, and the rest of the great defense. So mm-hmm. all good things in general. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember where Maui fell on the list because mm-hmm. when I was talking with you about this before. Yeah. Why would we have talked with Maui? Right. But. <laughs> in that slew of articles that Colby has put out having to do with like some of the worst defenses of all time, mm-hmm. your one of, one of the recent years, your Vancouver Vandals showed up as like the 27th or something like that. Right. Worst team zone rating of all time. Right. Or something. Not so good. yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see both of you with better defenses behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, New Orleans does not have a magician shortstop. So if you want that, there's a different option in division, nicer weather that you can come to. <laughs> a kind of similar color gradient, too. You just shift from purple to a little happier pink, you know? That's true. You want to hear something really funny? Well, first off, Mick Wolf, uh, Stargasm, Jet uh-huh. Stargasm is his name, is actually now a magician shortstop. So we do have. A magician shortstop behind me, although he's not at the TPE. You don't have a 1402 TPE shortstop. (laughs) That being said, a couple of funny things. Number one, 
somebody pointed out that LBG and I went from division rivals to being division rivals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of hilarious. Uh, the second thing is, uh, for those of you who do, uh, have not listened to the show for a while, I live in Minnesota, diehard Vikings fan. It kind of hurt my heart to be on the Vandals with the Packers color scheme. And now oh, I'm really? on the Vikings <laughs> color scheme. <laughs> well, no. You yeah, have purple. Of, yeah, purple and gold. Kind of. I don't know. I feel it more as like purple and blue. I guess purple and black is still kind of fits. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's a heck of a lot closer than uh, obvious Packers colors. Yeah, look okay, at that. That's purple see, and gold. Okay, but look at go to go to JSync and look at the Champions West. Okay, hold on. JSync, Champions West. Mm-hmm. See, I would say purple and green. Oh, yeah, that's true. Just because of but the text. Their jerseys are look more Vikings color. Regardless, it went to not Packers colors, which is nice. It's, yeah. yeah. And so now that you're away from, you know, that primary green that just abhorred you so, yep. your your minor league team also rebranded to <laughs> primary green. Yes, I will say this is my favorite part about the rebrand. Since you can see my screen, it's like I need uh-huh. to find my team. So you just go, oh, there we go. It's that one. <laughs> it's by far the brightest one. So it's really easy to see when you're scrolling through. Oh, it's the one that you have to close your eyes at. Yes, bingo. So uh, super excited that the Dallas Dynamos announced our rebrand as the Puerto Rico Ranas, mm-hmm. uh, which is frogs in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, so super stoked about it. It is a process that literally started at the beginning of October. Um to give you guys a, a look behind the curtain a little bit, LBG is actually the one who suggested it. Um, so there were a lot of people whose initial reactions were akin to, how could you do this to LBG's baby? Um, and I was like, I would never have suggested this. I would have kept it Dallas Dynamos forever and always, but he's the one that thought it was time to move on. Um, right, and I different. think I, I appreciate your sentiment of not wanting to initiate the process but i also mm-hmm. more appreciate his sentiment of initiating the process because right. puerto rico ranas is really fun because it's multicultural mm-hmm. it's across a body of water which yep. is a, a lot more than can be said about most teams in the league mm-hmm. and it's also a very fun color palette yeah dallas dynamos was a kind of muted green the color palette wasn't as fun it's like in bluish, texas yeah. Yeah. Yep. it's in texas where there were already and there was already one mm-hmm. team in Texas. Yep. Yeah. And what the hell's a dynamo? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you want to go it's by hard. like strict definition, a dynamo is basically something that's like active and moving. Right. Which is just like a slightly more like obscure version than the Oakland Athletics. Right. <clears throat> just like, yeah. What do you want to name the team? Uh, how about the California Good at Sports? Yes. <laughs> What? Okay. Yes. What else do you want to think? Right. Yeah. So once we decided that we wanted to rebrand, we came up with a list of objectives and you covered a, a good bit of them. Number one, we wanted to do something international, but realistic. We didn't want to do Russia or something that was super far away. Puerto Rico is realistic because it's close in terms of logistics of flying and stuff would not be a problem. Um, it also, in real life, I would not be surprised if there was an MLB team from Puerto Rico someday. Like, I think and I mean, at the very least, in that geographic neck of the woods, mm-hmm. there are, A, obviously a lot of real life players who, from 
specifically Puerto Rico or just like mm-hmm. its neighboring areas. There's a yeah. lot of ball players from that chunk of the globe. Oh yeah. And also there's a lot of ball players that will go play there in winter ball anyways, yes. just to stay loose. Yep. Absolutely. Like, baseball is it's obviously like a real thing down yeah, there. Absolutely. And even just thinking back to um let's see, I think it was a couple of years ago when Jose Barrios was still on the team. He is from Puerto Rico. Uh, as well as Eddie Rosario, I believe. Anyways, the Twins played a series in Puerto Rico, and I just remember watching it, and I think on one of the games, Rosario had like a walk-off home run or something, and it's like, oh my gosh, that place was hopping. It was so cool to see um, just how much they love baseball down there. But anyways, I digress. Um, Somewhere international and realistic, so Puerto Rico was chosen pretty quickly. The second thing is I wanted to have something, I wanted to have the mascot tie into the culture of the place. Yep. Um, So not just the Puerto Rico giraffes, you know, obviously really obscure um, example, but I wanted to have or something like, that really tied in. Or like an animal that only exists in Madagascar being the mascot for a team in like Kentucky or something. Or Ohio area, you know, just in that general. Who knows? Ballpark, pun intended. Um, anyways, so I, I wanted something really tied into the culture. So we settled on Puerto Rico relatively early in the process. We had looked at some other like Central American teams, some South American teams. Um, and once once we picked in on the uh, on Puerto Rico, I really wanted to pursue this is actually a team that I had in OOTP. I did like an expansion in OOTP 19, I believe. And I made a team called the Puerto Rico Cokies, which is spelled C-O-Q-U-I. And a koki is a species of frog native to Puerto Rico. Um, and it is such a prevalent species there that it has actually become uh, a bit of a cultural icon um, to the point where there's a phrase that's they'll say I'm as Puerto Rico, uh, as Puerto Rican as a koki. Um, so I thought it would be a really cool tie in. I thought frogs were a cool idea for a, for a team. We got r- relatively far down the process with, with the Puerto Rico kokis. And then... Uh, and then somebody somebody pointed out that the cokies kind of looks like cockies uh, or cocks and you know it is the internet yeah. um so needless to yeah. say i was part of this discussion <laughs> let's yes. just pull back the curtain yep 100 i was the one who was like there's a lot of penis jokes like, gonna yeah. come out of that. and a couple other people in our war room was like yeah i think that this is just gonna be it's gonna be a bit much so we ended up pivoting we initially went back to the drawing board, uh, started off from scratch, looked at some other places. There were some other locations and, and mascots that we kind of talked about. I mean, Blowpop has been fantastic through this whole process. He's obviously not in our war room, uh, but just bouncing ideas off of him. He's a great ideas guy. Uh, and also just a great guy to be like, hey, here's like seven ideas that I have. And then you'll be like, mm, no. Like, all right, cool. I'll keep yeah. thinking of ideas. There was, there was a... <laughs> There was a group of five potential logos that Doc sent to me one time, and mm-hmm. I was like, all right, one and two are fine. Five is also fine, not as good as two. Three mm-hmm. and four just suck. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's just like, okay, thanks. I appreciated the honesty very much. So um, anyway, so we decided to pivot off of Cokies, and then I believe it was Al Gringo who suggested the Ranas, um, keeping it with oh. the frogs and just having it be the Spanish name for frogs which is really cool. Another great tie in to another language. Um, mm-hmm. much I also like think it was a good pivot just because it has alliteration. Now. Yeah. 
absolutely. It rolls off the tongue quite nicely, I think, which is which is really nice. So that's how we came to that second objective, wanting it to be tied in. Um, and then the third objective is one that was sort of met, and it's we wanted something that was easier to recognize um, than the dynamo. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So Ranas is not going to be, you know, it's not going to be easily identified by everybody. But with the logo, yeah, I think if you just like, read, oh, Ranas, it's a frog. Yep. Who knows? If you right. read Ranas and there is a lime green cartoon frog two yep. inches away from it on your monitor, like you better put two and two together, <laughs> or else what does that say about you? So super funny. Um, Menlos Uballer is on our team. Pin Flannaball is his player name. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic guy. We just added him to the war room, um, and he got drafted four overall to Vancouver. Super awesome guy. Um, he is from Spain, which is super cool. Oh. Um, so as I added him to the war room, I just sent him a DM. I was like, hey, when you join the war room, you're going to see a channel called Rebrand Discussion. We're talking about rebranding, and here's where we're at in the process. And I explained, uh, we're almost done with it. I'm pretty sure we're going to go with a Puerto Rico Ranas. Ranas is Spanish for... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you uh, already know that. <laughs> you, 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 are, you are aware, I suppose. <laughs> Oops. Oh, man. Anyways, so it was super funny. But um, yeah, so we settled on that. Those were our three objectives. We uh, worked with Ratsboa, Ratsboa um, to make our logo. And he was really fantastic. He sent us like five sketches, all of which were awesome in their own right. Um, ended up settling on the one you see now and made a bunch of just little tweaks and adjustments and um, stuff like that. And then have a kind of funny looking alt logo, which is entertaining for sure. Um, which you are it that's the one that you're using as your discord profile now of just the tongue tongue sticking out which is really fun um yeah so did all that and then um it the thing that i really love about it and the whole process and i alluded to this a little bit in the the article write-up um was this was something that was really a team effort it was blow pop giving advice it was literally every member of our war room like just chipping in you know so it's like i'm pretty sure the color scheme um we talked about green and me lbg and simo passed around color schemes for a while simo's the one that wanted to do the pink as the accent uh color which is really cool you know al gringo mentioned the ranas um everybody chimed in about the uh the logos it it was just really cool to see everyone kind of chipping in and i will readily admit that the final product is way better than if i had just done it on my own you know what i mean right i mean yeah obviously the more eyes you have on something the more chances you have to see something that could use improvement right yeah i mean like like you said ratsbua put out five options for you Mm -hmm. and i think that he did a good job in terms Mm -hmm. of doing what you told him to do yeah but i think that when i was able to chip in and say okay number three i don't think looks good and number four is dumb like the one that you're using now for your discord profile. Right. I thought looked dumb as a team logo, but I right. did say that would look stupid on JSync and in the right. team, in, in like the game file. Yeah. But if that was like a team emoji or something, Oh yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. And which is totally an emoji. It's my picture on di- uh, discord. Um, right. I don't even know if it's in the file, um, but it, yeah. So it turned out to be something really fun. And the, the logos that we went through, so there's that alt one that we used. Then we had two different styles. One was the one we have now, which is like a cute frog. And the second one was kind of like an epic looking, like darker looking frog. Um, yeah, there were like two variants of cute it. frog and two variants of mean frog. Right. 
Yeah. And so we went with the cute one, which I'm I'm glad we did. I think it's a it's a cute little frog. It works really well. A, I think it's a little visually cleaner. Like mm-hmm. the, the the mean frog has detail, but it has like shading and stuff, so it makes it like sure. a, a little bit more visually occluded. Yep. But also, now that the crabs have gone through their rebrand, mm, yep. I'm I miss cute crab. So yep. I advocated for cute frog because yep. There's got to be at least one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which is great. And I, I must say, I've been really pleased with the feedback that we've gotten from it. You know, we put a ton of time into it. And I think that came through in the final product um, and really only had a couple of people who um, really poo pooed it. Um, there was a lot of sentiment, especially from the the alumni of like, wow, this is really cool. But wow, I'm going to really miss the dynamos. Like that was a really cool, you know, part of my history in the league. Um, which is a totally fair sentiment. And it's one yeah. that I feel too, you know, we can, we can miss the dynamos and be kind of sad that they're gone, but then also be excited about the future. Um, that's kind right. of the, the middle ground we tried to strike um, with kind of the whole process. Yeah. And the most important thing to not change, mm-hmm. you didn't. And that would be the stadium name. Right. Yep. That was part of the early discussion of like, okay, even if it doesn't make as much sense in like, role-playing terms of like well why would you name it the exact same stadium if you were moving you know to a different country it was just right off the bat was like okay well we're keeping the name so <laughs> yeah it's it's not gonna change. unless you wanted to like make it k faraday estadio de right. memorial or something Estadio like de that. memorial uh or whatever <laughs> yeah. menlos you baller i apologize yes. but i took <laughs> two years of spanish in high school then promptly forgot it and then yep. took two years of spanish again in college and promptly forgot it again that's really funny because i think i told him that i also took two years in high school and then i only had to do two semesters in undergrad but i had to do a scholarly translation test um which was really sad it took me three tries to do it i'm not gonna lie but the thing that was stupid is it was supposed to be something related to your field of study which for those of you who don't know uh horn is my uh main study uh, so French or German is what I should have done, but I had had more Spanish, so they had me do Spanish, which has virtually no history with the horn. Oh, right. <laughs> you could have maybe pivoted to French, like it's a love language, so there'd be a little bit of tie. Like it's still got a, it's got a loose, similar skeleton in Latin. Like if you right. had completely hard cut to a Germanic background, yeah. like Ugh, <laughs> it's no. so bad. Oh. so bad anyways i digress but bad at spanish so very sorry manlos um yeah i don't know if i have anything else to say about the rebrand but super happy about it appreciate lbg being willing to go for it appreciate you and everyone in the war room uh chiming in and i'm really excited to just see it in the sim and um yeah kind of build up the culture around it yeah and i was happy to be a part of it i mean obviously you and i very close go back three decades almost mm-hmm. now so it's not yeah. like i would It's not like I was going to be annoyed by you asking for input or anything like that. And it was also just kind of fun knowing that it was happening, A, intrinsically, and B, when you put out the announcement of the announcement to come, (laughs) everyone was like, what the hell is that? And I was just like, I know. I know what it is. Oh, my gosh. I I sent, uh, who who was it? Jabs. I think I sent Jabs uh, a mock-up early in the process. And his his first comment on the actual announcement was, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me laugh so hard. Also, huge yeah. shout out to Jabs. 
not only is he like my best GM friend, we talk about GMing stuff hey. all the time. Um, <laughs> other than you, um, no, we always just chat about how to be better GMs and stuff, which is especially funny when Dylan like points out that I stole something from Jabs on Discord and tags us. <laughs> And you're just like, correct. Yes, we talk about it all the time. Um, anywho, he uh, was great through the whole process because obviously with the expansion team, the Bears, uh, he has just gone through all of this. So he was really great to bounce ideas off of as somebody who's just gone through the process. So, And not yeah. only someone who went through the process, but someone who went through the process and did a good job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who like, I don't, think, I don't think I'd be out of line to say that the majority of people in the PBE like BCB's branding. Yeah. It's fun. I, th I think it's one of the best, one of the best branding, you know, across the entire league. Yeah. Out of all 26, it's probably in, might be top three, but yeah. it's probably in top five. Yeah. I think that's totally fair. So anyways, super, super fun. Um, quick pivot off of the, the new branding, the charity auction is going on right now. And we just put one, finally went through, uh, PM just messaged me back. If you would like to have a special role in the team discord of either King Bullfrog or Queen Bullfrog, you can go bid on it. Ah, there's also, uh, Kansas City's doing the same thing of yeah. special team. Right. It's uh, not original, discord but role. it's for charity. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's not super unique, but yeah. it's always fun. People, people are going to bid on it because it's, fun right and and because it's one of not many bids one mm -hmm. not many auction items where other people can clearly see that you want it right <laughs> like there's a a very obtuse way that you can flaunt that you donated right. and that is <laughs> i have a different color and title in this discord channel right so <laughs> so that's a pretty good one yeah. um kansas city is also auctioning up uh three of our bot player names we have them nice. separated into three different things just because yep. whatever yeah uh, and then we're also going to do season 30 away jerseys for those of you who have been with us for a long time <laughs> in season 26 or something like that uh, vancouver so. auctioned up their away or maybe both i don't know yeah vancouver auctioned up something jerseys uh and i paid through the nose to get that and made one of the worst looking shirts that you can imagine is pretty just bad. plastered big text on it that says toast and stinks <laughs> and that was a tremendous use of my money it's, I was it's still one of that. my favorite stories from the league like i still tell people that story and we like it just goes to show similar to like aj buying into the bit like if you just own it, we can all just laugh and really enjoy it. I changed my player's nickname to Stinky. Like, it's become yeah. a whole thing. Because, like, I didn't check in with you beforehand. That's I just right. I won the auction, and I submitted the jersey, and it said Toast and Stinks. Yep. And then I sent to you, hey, I spent 20 bucks on this. And you're like, all right. Let's go. Oh, man. So hilarious. So perhaps I need to win that bid and... <laughs> exact your revenge on me yeah <laughs> oh it's so fun uh other things that are up for auction similar to last time which i think we had a pretty pretty successful um time last time we were auctioning mm -hmm. off three segments for this podcast so we'll basically do uh 20 minute segment on each of them on whatever topic you would like um so last i'm trying to remember what we did last year i feel like we had 
uh, like a uh, player? Did we talk about a specific player? I think Poe had a really interesting like compare. Poe had couple. one between his own player and RJ Menard. Menard, that's right. That was a cool one. Um, and then we had two others. It was it was unsurprising. It was like three people who kind of wanted to focus the subject on in mm-hmm. some capacity themselves. Right. So one of them was um, one of them was RJ Menard. I mm-hmm. think one of the other ones was I don't remember who it was, but it was a pitcher. Was it Enoch? Oh, uh, I bet you I can just go maybe. look at who won the season twenty-five yeah. auction spreadsheet. Yeah, I have it up as well. Yeah, you beat me to it. Family. Uh, Enoch won, Poe yep. won, and Phillies won. So yeah, uh, we had a section right. on Coco McQueen, right? Coco McQueen. <clears throat> that's what it yeah. was. So it was all three of their players with a. A little asterisk of Poe was not just focused on his player. Poe wanted us to talk about the differences between Scott Poe and RJ Menard. Which was really cool because they were the same draft class and like battling it out for their entire careers. Yeah, they're both like big name players that everyone who has been a part of the league for the last year ish Mm -hmm. or farther back, I don't know, has known about. Uh, And another (laughs) not important thing that Mm -hmm. was nice was we had one subject on Enoch, one yep. subject on Phillies, and then the last subject we could split between the two of us. <laughs> it's just right. like, it was nice little bookkeeping on our end. Yeah, in, in terms of um, prep, it was very, uh-huh. very clean, very enjoyable. Um, yeah. Yeah. Looking over this, some big ticket items already. A, a framed poster from 209 Tacos is sitting at $75 already. Which I will say the last person who won that was mm-hmm. uh, Shady Shoelace. Oh, nice. And it looked awesome. Like I think it, I think it might have just been like eight and a half by eleven, or maybe like mm-hmm. that next portion scale up, whatever sure. the next standard size array is. But it was like very well done, and yeah. as the title implies, like came in a framed glass poster. Like it's That's awesome, it was high quality, yeah. and two hundred nine tacos has done oodles and noodles and graphic stuff for yeah. He's so like talented. He's good, absolutely. So. Absolutely. So that's that's good. Um, I really enjoy the kind of yin yang of Sarah's five hundred word insult or a five hundred word compliment. <laughs> the insult has twelve dollars and the compliment has one right now. Oh man, you can read into the psyche of the PBE as much as you want there. That's Sarah fantastic. is a fun individual. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, looking at our segments, we already have a $20 bid from none other than Musha himself. So he's in the lead for one of them. One segment. We is, just I talked believe... about you for 20 minutes <laughs> this episode. What do you want? We'll actually count it retroactively. So I'm sorry. You will, <laughs> yeah. you will yeah, not we're, get another one. <laughs> we're actually billing you for this episode is what's happening. Oh, and the other one is Poe. Excellent. So we've got Poe. DG is uh, has one of the bids for a dollar. He started it off with a dollar bid for each of them. So thank you, DG. Appreciate you. Yeah, I remember last year, um, or not last year, season yeah. 25's auction. It oh, it was about might a year have ago, been, yeah. yeah, almost, I guess. Yeah. It might have been Petra, but I don't remember. Or miss. I don't know. Yeah. Somebody went around and just like anything that didn't have a bid, they just threw a buck at it to make yeah. sure that there was always something that happened. Yeah, which is cool. And I doubt they ended up really paying that much because I think yeah, yeah, they probably got, got pretty good bids on at least a couple things. Yeah, I would um, say so. 
I also must say I absolutely love this one. How must God play and sing on a guitar cover of a song? That's pretty good. I have no idea if he actually plays guitar or not. I've seen the guitar in his background of like uh, his, some okay. of his streams. I think it'd be way but funnier if he just like had to buy or borrow some <laughs> just like rickshaw guitar yeah, and some first act just, Walmart guitar. If he just stunk at it, it'd be way funnier. That would be really funny. It's it's really funny because I have considered doing something musical like that. Um, but I would feel really badly being like doing the same thing. And I, I, I'm at professional. And also just like so, a little bit weird. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> it also just wouldn't get a whole lot of traction if Dr. Gear was like, here, I'll play 14 minutes of French horn for you. <laughs> I cool, would have done thanks. guitar and singing or something that was a little more enjoyable by the masses. <laughs> yeah, but that's not as funny as what I said. So. Exactly. It's very true. So Other interesting stuff up for auction includes uh, Moosey has made a bunch of emotes for a handful of servers. I have to assume yeah. probably obviously Chicago, yep. but I'm pretty sure Moosey has uh, put their sticks in many other fires. Mm -hmm. So there are five emotes up for grabs. Mm -hmm. And I don't get this. Yeah. There are three of them at $1 and then one of them at $0 and one of them at $2. Like, so that somebody implies put a $2 to be, bit in. Like, okay. So Jess, Jess has, okay. But on, who, did someone, did someone have a $1 bid before Jess? Yes. Leatherneck Mike. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, if there's like competition, sure. If Jess just sure. went straight to two dollars, <laughs> what are you doing? It's in the name of charity, at least. It is in the name of charity. And Mike is also offering up some stuff. He's got his Discord nickname up for grabs and a Discord profile picture mm -hmm. for Very grabs. Nice. Uh, I mean, a lot of people have stuff up, and also this spreadsheet basically just went live, so there's mm -hmm. always time right for more stuff to be added yeah. to it. I also love Jay Steele's stream in a costume of choice. A lot of, a lot there of has already there. been <laughs> discussion and management. <laughs> uh huh. May or may not include um, French maids. Yep. So all that being said, uh, Miss Obvious is <laughs> I cannot believe it. Next player name. That's a oh. that's a fairly permanent thing to bid off. That's like yeah, because you cannot change next those. year and a half. Yeah, no, there's no changing that. Right. Um, Whereas all these other ones, it's like a year, you know, you can deal with a stupid nickname for a year, which is like two months in real life. But that's like a, you know, 16 month commitment. <laughs> so good right. for you. Good yeah. for you. And then as we already said, we have some team stuff going on between the mm -hmm. two of us, but there are a bunch of other teams that are also chipping in. The mm -hmm. Dillos are letting you rename the stadium for one year, which I assume mm -hmm. is uh, capped because they no longer want to have the happy birthday shoe Dillo Dillo Dildum <laughs> sponsored by the Seattle Sea Serpents or whatever the whole ordeal is. Um, yeah, something like that. That's pretty Scorpions cool. have home and away jerseys up for sale each. So nice. we'll see if there are two people with my mindset mm -hmm. that go for those. Yep. Uh, New York is doing custom away jerseys, special figurehead role in the locker room and locker room access mm -hmm. for season 30. That's cool. No special role, though. I mean, I'm sure it's implied because you're going to be mm -hmm. like the guest or whatever. Sure. But like, come on, Enoch, what are you doing? Uh, your former team, the Vandals, are auctioning off their home jerseys. Oh, interesting. Usually if a team splits, they go to the away jerseys. Yeah, 
commitment. Odd. Uh, my Toros are doing stadium name and season 30 jerseys. And it looks like it's just season 30 jerseys. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what happens there. Yep. And then Apex are also doing season 30 jerseys. Nice. Seemingly the entirety of them. Right. Which is pretty cool. Dig that. Had to look up what in the world this thing is. The burrito zone. So Leatherneck Mike is bidding uh, access to the burrito zone in the updater's Discord server for season 30. Oh. Do they literally just post pictures of their burritos? Honestly, I'm in. Yep. (laughs) But also, I like the fact that the current leader of that is bark with tree fitty yeah <laughs> like i don't know if he's going for a loch ness reference but that's immediately what i think of it's pretty when i see that reference or when i see that number so yeah. i'm just gonna assume that matt is going for a tree fitty loch ness reference. right if i'm wrong bark uh shut up about it don't correct go. me there you go yeah lots of good stuff to bid so get out there and bid if you want us to to do a segment on your player or i mean really whatever we'll talk about whatever you want us to uh, to talk about but uh yeah and yeah. to clarify this is uh three segments that all get clumped together in one charity episode like we did last time mm-hmm. so you will basically be getting a minimum of 20 minutes yeah. uh if we bleed over a little bit great but we're not going to short you in order to squeeze in other stuff and get yeah. under that one hour total i mean most of you by now a you probably already listened to the last charity episode so you probably already know what's going on right. and b uh, Doc and I are clearly no strangers to going well above the 60 minute requirement or right. maximum, whatever you want to call it for as evidence, but yes. I think we're probably over 60 minutes right now. Yeah, it's fine. Yep. Oh, I don't care. I'm not, uh, I'm not in a rush. Um, yeah. So because go ahead and bid. The missus is doing baby duty tonight for you. <laughs> That's right. She's the best. Normally I do bedtime, but she's like, why don't you go hang out with blow pop? She didn't say blow pop. She doesn't call you blow pop. <laughs> That would be astonishing. If that, would she said be, that. that would be very funny. Uh, yeah. So. Although last time I saw you guys, I did wear my Cancun Toros t-shirt. That's right. So. I did not wear my Vandal sweatshirt, but I did drink out of my Vandal's pint glass, I believe. Uh-huh. Yep. So it all works out in the end. Yeah. <laughs> but ooh, oh, it's really funny. I don't know if it's PM or somebody else, but they're uh, updating the bids in real time. So I think, Mrs. Uh, next player name went up by one. <laughs> I think PM is the only one with edit access. That's what I figured. So, so thank you, which, person man, by the way, yeah, for organizing all this. Yeah, PM puts in a ton of time into this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, yes, thank you everybody for being willing to put stuff up for auction, and thank mm-hmm. you everybody for being willing to throw some cold hard cash at whatever it is that you want. Right. But also, PM making this borderline a one man show behind yeah. the scenes is yep. uh, very appreciated. It's a it is a huge donation of his time to. Yes. To really facilitate all of this. Yes, correct. So I don't know. Do you remember how much money we made last year? I, I know it was a like a multiple sim leagues thing. So it was um, a very I large think, number. I think specifically PBE by themselves mm-hmm. hit like 1400 because I think that yeah. was the highest threshold for group incentive. And mm-hmm. when 1400 was hit, that's what uh, forced... Uh, gold to do a 24 hour stream. Ah, that's right. Yep. I think that's correct. So, and speaking of gold, awesome. yeah. haven't said this before verbally, but mm-hmm. big shout out to gold for making the player updater tool. Yeah. Like I have used that every week 
yeah. for almost a year now and it's <laughs> astonishingly helpful so thank you yeah he's he's great great guy um yeah it's crazy to think about that you've used it yeah for literally a week but uh one other thing i don't think we said is this is all going to i believe the charity cri the cancer research institute i'm not that sure if is... i guess i i know that it's cancer yeah. research i can't remember if that's the the acronym i think i think you're correct okay yeah so obviously for... in memory of emmy and uh her battle with cancer and and everything mm -hmm. it's a really cool move from the league uh to choose this charity specifically um something that's very important to to everyone and obviously everyone has uh some sort of connection to emmy and, and probably have connections to uh, other people in our lives dealing with cancer so that's a it's a good charity to choose yeah it's uh it's a borderline like it's a ubiquitous thing everybody knows yep. about it yep everyone has been in some capacity impacted by it so yeah for sure definitely not a <laughs> Not a charity selection that's going to get a lot of like head scratching. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it was a good, a good call. Good choice. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy that we're, uh, that we're supporting it. So, uh, yeah, go out and bid. I got to find it, figure out what I'm going to bid on. There, honestly, there's so many things you could get into trouble. Well, I could get into trouble with my wife. <laughs> I'm sorry. You bid how much on what? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a poster though, that 209 tacos made. See, that's the nice thing. Um, I don't have anybody else right. <laughs> to tell me how to spend my money, so I can just throw it at a wall and see what sticks. That's right. Good times. Anything catching your eye in particular that you want to go after? I mean, I might throw my hat in the ring for the 209 Tacos thing just because mm -hmm. I saw how cool it turned out last year. Yeah. Um, otherwise, one other thing I did win last year is I mandated the face gen for person man's player ah uh -uh. and i sent it to hell and back by making it a horrifying visage of thomas the tank engine one of the characters from thomas the tank engine uh, um, yeah, i forgot about so that so he's got a, a he's got a player nickname up for grabs uh oh <laughs> so i might just try to win that one and be like i apologize as the nickname. <laughs> i'm sorry i did this i'm so game. sorry does he still have that same face, Jen? Uh, I can look. Or was it just a I, year? I mean, in any case, I got my money's worth. Yes. So. Oh, for sure. For sure. I'm very yeah, it curious. Was it was long enough ago that when you asked, does he still have it? I went, yeah. let me look. And yep. I was heading towards Dallas. Yep. Yikes. Which obviously it was a while ago. Correct. Oh, yeah. He still got it. Or at least in my file. There's yeah. apparently a little, a little, some discrepancies between files. Like, sure. um, it's like your Rougarous now, which mm -hmm. first off, oh. new to say. Nice. But yeah, it was weird. Rougarous... It was really weird doing my update and buying my equipment in a different thread. <laughs> Did you put like the wrong team logo or something like that? Uh, almost every single time. I yeah, like, yeah. type in activity check, colon, van, delete, 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 delete. Oh, no. Rougarous. Oh man. Um so for yes, yeah, so your what was I saying for your rugers something or other. Oh, you were looking for the um face gen for uh uh 
Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Okay. Oops. Oh well. It happens. Uh, I find this very fascinating. The auction for roll above commish in the Discord server. We've got Poe with a bid, then Colby saying to everyone in this thread, my condolences for your inevitable loss. But Reno is currently in the lead. Yeah, but that's just Colby saying that he's going to keep thumping down stacks until he wins. I don't remember what it was, but I do know that last year there was something that he won by brute force. Mm. It ended up being like $117 or something like that. So there was something that he just kind of put his head down and pushed through right i'm sure this is just the new target of his donations every desire or something yeah it's good stuff but cool anything else you want to chat about talk about with the league that was a lot i feel like that we we never have a hard time talking i mean we could talk about anything for as long as we need to but uh there was just a lot of things happening this offseason which was pretty bonkers Right. And it was fine. I mean, we covered the big stuff. We did like a real quick and dirty recap of the playoffs and world series, which mm-hmm. we didn't want to dive too hard into because everyone already saw it. Mm-hmm. And it was two weeks ago. Right. We talked about your trade. We talked about the LPG trade. We yep. talked about your big rebrand, which is very cool. Yep. We talked about your charity. Oh, the last thing that we could talk about yeah. is uh, today on the day that we are recording this Monday, the 27th. Mm-hmm has also been the opening segments of the minor league draft. Yeah, that's right. So while we can't necessarily divulge any specifics because that would get a a slap of the wrist and a wag of the finger. Right. As I am already familiar with in the major leagues. (laughs) um, We can't say anything specific, but I I'm comfortable saying that the process has started. We've seen a lot of great picks. We've Mm -hmm. seen a couple of head scratchers. We've seen a lot of batters go. We've seen a lot of pitchers go. We've seen a lot of recreates go. We've seen a lot of new players go. Yep. There has been more than one occasion where either your team or mine has done something, and then you or I will tip the cap to the other person. Right. Like mm. Nicely done. Good yep. job. Yeah, definitely a lot of, yep, they were high on our board too, so well done. So, um, Which is, is fun. It's good to, it, for those of you not in the uh, server or any servers that, um, that do a draft. Uh, one of my favorite traditions is that every pick gets a poop emoji. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's like probably nine or 10 of them um, on each pick, which is really hilarious, but uh, just, you know, out of fun. But uh, more seriously, it is is always good to, I, I do enjoy when somebody makes a really good pick, shooting a DM and being like, hey, that was a great pick. We were, we were looking to hopefully get him to or her to, but um, so it's, it's kind of fun. Right. Yeah. I mean, like just today I was in talks with one of the other team's GMs and that mm-hmm. person was asking some questions pertaining to the draft process. And I was like, actually, we're just going to, we're just going to cut talks and do this again. Sorry. Thanks for your time. Mm-hmm. And I made the pick. And then that person was like, all right, that makes sense. That was good. Yeah. So yep. it was like, it, there's a nice sort of, despite all <laughs> the poop emojis, <laughs> every once in a while, there's like a kind of like, a professional acknowledgement of yeah. each other of just like for sure. all right you did good there nicely yeah. done and one of my favorite things about the miners in general and, and this is part of the reason that i don't particularly want to be a major league gm is that there's a, a sort of camaraderie between the gms 
in that we all would like to win, but the main goal is to get new players in the league, get them invested, and help them to become successful users. So there's sort of this kind of feeling that we are all kind of in this together in a way, um, even though we want to, you know, win in the sim. But Yeah, like winning is not tantamount. It's very right. closely tied mm-hmm. to keeping your players engaged. It's For a lot sure. easier to stay engaged if you don't suck. Yep. But it's not like it's not 1A, it's 1B. Right. 1A is just making sure that whoever it is stays with yeah the league not even with you but just the league right so anytime that you can uh foster activity and foster passion for it it's always good yeah and it's the same reason that jabs and i talk about gming stuff (laughs) you know right we just want to be better gms so that our players get more invested so it's better for the league as a whole yeah and there's obviously like a time and a place for keeping things clandestine and occluded like i'm not going to talk with doc and say oh by the way here's my draft board or anything like that (laughs) but there is definitely some amount of not cooperation because that almost sounds like collusion Mm. or something like that right but there's like what you were getting at there's this unwritten acknowledgement of like i want to win but we all want to spurn growth right right which is another reason why i love minor league GMings because I, I love GMing my team, but I also feel like I'm doing a service to the league trying to help the new players come in. Right. It's obviously not quite the same, but it's kind of in a weird way, a glorified rookie mentor. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's With like, a lot uh, more or a lot different responsibilities. Stable right. To it, but... Right. Right. Of course. But yes, that is, I think that's an accurate way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't think I have anything else necessarily to talk about. My dog is here telling me that she wants to go outside. She's <laughs> doing my it very guess. quietly. Yeah. Well, it's it's Kenai. It's my oh, it's my quieter it. one. <laughs> it's not the nut job. Not the crazy. Although I will tell you, we upped the uh, medications. Uh, my younger dog named Yuki is on medications because she's had a very rough life. Uh, prior to us adopting her and we doubled her meds she is a much nicer dog but today i gave her her meds late and she was tripping so hard she's just sitting next to me with her head resting on the couch looking at me like barely keeping her eyes open standing (laughs) like man these drugs are good good drugs well as long as the anxiety gets patted down a little bit yeah it is it has helped her quite a bit which is which is very very good but Anyways, enough dog talk, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see. I don't think I have anything else I necessarily want to talk about. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Obviously, you can join our Discord. Um, I think I'm going to put a like a link to the show and our Discord in my SIG because I was talking to Musha oh, and he sure. listens to our show, which is very awesome. Um, Why? And it, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or choice. He, he apparently does. Uh, but he made a comment. And he's like, yeah, I've heard of the Discord. I just don't know what it is or haven't seen an invite to it. And I was like, well, that's probably because my promotion of it has been just piss poor. But um, right. putting it yeah. in my SIG might be a, a way to have people check it out potentially. But And it would be nice, you know, maybe if someone is new to the league and they see something I post, they could check it out too. It was very funny, I will say. the This was not the first time, but the first time in a while where I've been talking to a draftee doing some scouting and i like 
just ask them how they're doing. I always ask if they have any questions or anything I can help them with. Um, and one of them was like, yeah, I'm just working through my, uh, my rookie tasks right now. I was like, oh, that's great. He's like, yeah. Are you the same Dr. K that made the video on how to do the rookie tasks? Uh, yes, that is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a funny, like, light bulb moment of, oh, oh, you're the same guy. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I've had a, a couple of people I've talked to who've, I ask, like, hey, you got any questions, anything pressing? And they're like, well, Doc's videos have helped me. I'm like, good. I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's my cousin. Yeah, it's good. I'm I'm glad that they've helped people out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely the teacher in me where I finally figured out how to do sure. it, and I was like, I don't understand how to do this, and I had to figure it out. And I'm like, I bet you I could explain it in an easier way, hopefully. Yeah, and I mean, anything that can remove some of the obfuscation is always good. Right. Yep. That was a big word, especially for such so late at night. <laughs> And after, after two, two glasses of whiskey, drink. <laughs> For any of you wondering, today's episode is brought to you by Wild Turkey American Honey and Stella Artois Cidre, the European style cider. Do they spell it that way? Do they have the R before the E? Yeah, they do. Look at that. Oh, okay. Cidre, one of my favorite ciders. It's like not super sweet, but got a really nice taste. Yeah, you showed me the bottle before. I forgot that the uh, the spelling was flipped to be from ye olde Europe. Yeah, that's right. You want to hear a funny story about it? We're obviously we're way over the sixty minutes, so this has nothing to do with PBE. But who cares? Uh-huh. Um, so my wife and I's second anniversary, um, we were in the process of buying our first house, so we literally were living with her sister, um, and decided to go out for dinner. So we went to this burger joint. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. McDonald's. Um, yes. <laughs> the The service would have been better at McDonald's. Let's put it that way. So we Ooh. we show up. My wife orders um, a burger. She's got a lot of allergy restrictions. So she orders a specific burger without a couple of things. Um, they brought I know her, what they are. Yeah. Well, it's fine. She's gluten-free and she can't have tomatoes. And so she orders a burger without those things. And it was supposed to be like a lettuce wrap burger with bacon and cheese and avocado, I think. Um, it was going to be a great burger. It showed up and it was a patty with a piece of bacon. Mm. That is it. Um, and we so we argued with the waitress about it and finally got, basically by the time we were leaving, she finally got some more condiments and stuff. Anyways, I ordered a Stella's Cider. And she brought me a Stella's beer, which tastes very different, obviously. Uh, and I, so the waitress comes back and I was like, yeah, this is a Stella's beer. And I asked for a cider. And she's like, I'm pretty sure it's a cider. Like, I am literally drinking it right now. It is a beer. She like went back and forth with me on whether it was a beer or whether it was a cider. Like, it is very hoppy. It is absolutely a beer. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, it was... <laughs> one of those date nights where we left and I was like, I don't think a single other thing could have gone wrong with that entire meal. So we went to Dairy Queen and got ice cream. So it all worked out. But every time I drink a Stella's, I think of this is definitely a beer. I don't think it's, it is absolutely a beer. (laughs) Apple is not one of the ingredients in here. This is, this is not a debate. This tastes like wheat. Did you know in Germany, in order to qualify as beer, you can mm-hmm. have a maximum of four ingredients? 
Really? Yeah. Hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, it's like hops, barley, yeast, and water. Or whatever. I don't know for sure the specifics, but it's like there are sure. four things that you can have and call it beer. Oh. Otherwise, it has to have a different title. Sure. And you can have, obviously, the difference then being the different ratios or the different kinds of or, those yeah, four like things. Source, or... Sources of the grain hmm. or something like that. So That's pretty fascinating. I just think it's fun how they have like that's in the books. Yep. Just only four. <laughs> but just the fact that it's like something important enough to them to be written down somewhere right. like legally. Right. That is the rule. That's awesome. Sweet. Anything else you want to talk about? Otherwise we can wrap it up for the evening. Uh, no, I guess all us I will say is I hope everyone had a good holiday season mm -hmm. christmas just happened last weekend and uh hanukkah i think changes every year because it's based on like lunar calendar or something i think it was prior to christmas this year i think it ended on the sixth yep. or started on the sixth i don't know something like that yeah and then uh whatever other holidays are nearby any of oh. those in the bucket as well yep um uh, feel free to, uh, again, looping back to the charity thing, mm -hmm. feel free to bid, bid on whatever those segments are. Mm -hmm. If Doc and I have another episode between now and the end of the auction, it'll just be normal episodes. But the mm -hmm. first episode that we record after the culmination mm -hmm. of the charity event, that will be the 20-minute, uh, 20-minute, 20-minute yep. slices. Yep. Which will be great. And hope everyone has an enjoyable new year coming up in a couple days. And Hope that everyone has enjoyed time off, hopefully from school or work or whatever, you know, normal life is. And uh, yeah, hope, hopefully you can all just get rest and rejuvenated like I'm, I am doing and uh, Blow Pop is doing as well. That's my secret, Captain. Yeah. I'm always resting. <laughs> and with that, we will say thank you so much for listening, everyone. We appreciate you and we will see you next time. Go Toros, Rugurus suck! Thanks for listening. If you are not yet a member of PBE and would like to learn more, visit us online at www.probaseballexperience.jcink.net.